mom never got embarrassed. No, she embarrassed us. <laughs> she did, man. Every day. You're not going to believe this happy life for her, but we could be sitting at the table in a restaurant. <laughs> In a restaurant, and she would pull out that jump rope and start jumping rope in the restaurant. And then when we would call her out and say, Mom, what are you doing? She'd reply back with, like, what? I'm exercising. What's your problem? I'm exercising. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to show you how to operate. Or. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. What's up, Happy Lifer? You're road tripping with steve today i have a special treat for you maybe it's a, a treat for me and you're just along for the ride because i am here visiting my sister carrie corkins it's always great when i can see my sister because we live on opposite ends of the country and so i'm out visiting her and so welcome to happy life studios carrie thank you for having me i should say thank you for having me because i'm here on your couch but i thought this is perfect mother's day kind of snuck up on me. So I'm not sure um, what I, whether this episode is going to come out, Happy Lifer, on Monday, the day after Mother's Day, or if it's going to come out on, if I can get it done and have it come out actually on Mother's Day. But happy Mother's Day and happy Mother's Day, Carrie. Thank you. I thought we could do some, a little bit of time, a little bit of uh, talking about our mom, you know, and doing some reminiscing mm-hmm. and then maybe even talk about you being a mom too because I think you're a fantastic mom but I brought a few things with me not things but some pictures oh okay? boy and I didn't tell you about them because I just want to show them to you <laughs> I, I just came across this as I was packing to come out here and I was like I gotta bring these to show Carrie and I thought I'm gonna show them to you and get a blind response from you on the podcast so here's the first one this one's of Mom and Dad, what's your thoughts when you when you see that one there? Aw. Um, I thought Dad looked like Elvis. Yeah, Dad was very handsome. And this is, I think this was the, co- the cover of their album, their one and only album. That's that right. They, did, they did an album. I have a copy of that. I have their album at home. It's all. Mom played the accordion. Yes. Could you get a weirder instrument than that? For, for an album. Like how many albums have accordion <laughs> players on them? <laughs> She was actually a really good piano player and a good accordion player. Yeah. And she didn't know how to read music. She just, she could play anything you asked her to play, but that was a gift from God that That's what they did I didn't then. get. Yeah. Well, but, uh, <laughs> and you, you don't seem to be complaining about that. Oh, I wish I could play piano by ear, but. Oh, I thought you were talking definitely about Definitely not the accordion. <laughs> we got to bring the accordion back. I bet there's a lot of people listening to this podcast just going, they would love the vibe of an accordion. Yeah, if you like polka, maybe. <laughs> polka music. All right, here's one. Uh, this was our house. I believe this was in Manhattan, Kansas. And I think that might be me, or it might be you. 828. Oh, that's was me. It Church Street. And that was you right there. Oh, my with gosh. Mom and Dad. Look at Mom's outfit. <laughs> that is hideous. Now, look at her hair. It matches <laughs> out. The hair, man. So that it. was early 70s. Yeah. Yeah. And that was you that they're holding right yes, there? Yes, Dad was holding me, his one and only girl, youngest and only 
only daughter. I found it very interesting because I believe the address for that. I can see the address there. It's 828. 828. But that was on, I believe that was Church Street. And dad was a pastor. Mom and dad were pastors. And, and we lived on that. Church Street. You were around eight years old then. When I, when I was born, you were eight. So what do those, mm. those pictures do for you? Make me realize how old we are. <laughs> right? I don't know. It's interesting to see them as younger parents. Because, you know, in my mind, I just remember them as... Older parents, yeah. but it's interesting to, to look back and see how they managed. Our mom, she was something, man. Oh, my gosh. She, we got She's some stories weirdest. on mom. <laughs> I try to explain her to, to people, and they don't get it. They don't get what, I, what I'm trying to say because I, I don't mean it with disrespect, uh, Disrespect, but she is weird. I There's mean, two, well, beyond weird. <laughs> Here's the two ways I describe mom. One is my mom is funny unless she tries to be. Yes. And then she's corny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she would, so. she would, she loved when when we would have fun with each other, you know. And it was like a, a tennis match. She would watch Dad say something funny, then one of us say something funny, and her head would go back and forth between the two of us. Then she'd get all worked up and so excited that she decided to just jump in there with a joke of her own, and <laughs> it would just like you could hear the record scratching, you could hear the tires screeching, all that. Everyone's laughing. All of a sudden, Mom. Why did you do that? We were having like because she just wanted to jump in on the fun. But when she tried to be funny, not at all funny. No. The other way that I describe mom is this: I say, you know, they say that the, the book that came out that said men are from Mars, women, women are from Venus. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom is on a completely different planetary atmosphere. I mean, she's not even in yes. the same planet. And you know, when I look at it now, as a kid, you know, you're concerned about how your friends see you and things like that, you know, and you can see your parents as different or weird or strange, but you, you see that your parents is one way as a kid, but then you become adults and you begin to see something, you begin to see the qualities of the things that maybe you thought weren't necessarily qualities before. In other words, one of the big themes, what's one of the big themes I talk about at Happy Life Studios? I talk about a lot of them, right? But it's always about be you, be oh, yeah. who you are. Yeah. That's, and you know what? That's very good. She was who she was. She was. And she wasn't embarrassed of it. Mm-mm. In fact, mom never got embarrassed. No, she embarrassed us. <laughs> she did, man. Every day. Remember the time she would bring, she'd bring a jump rope with her because she wanted to get in <laughs> shape. So she just take a few <laughs> minutes here and there. So, so she had a jump rope in her purse and just out, she pulled out of nowhere. So jump roping, which isn't a big deal if you're in your backyard, but we're waiting in line at a restaurant. Oh, we could. I, you're not going to believe this, Happy Lifer, but. We could be sitting at the table in a a restaurant and she would pull out that jump rope and start jumping rope in the restaurant. And then we would call her out and say, Mom, what are you doing? She'd reply back with like, what? What's your problem? I'm exercising. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or when she would go to the pool and she got her hair done every week so she couldn't get her hair wet, but she would go to the pool to do her exercises. Yes. And if anyone splashed her, yeah. and there's all these kids in a pool, yeah. but she get all mad because yeah. she said they're doing exercises. <laughs> Think about- <laughs> yeah, the last thing I wanted to do was go to a pool if she was coming. Stop splashing. And and here's another cool character of mom that we didn't see was cool when we were kids, but there's a reason why we could do a hundred dollar vacation because of mom. Oh gosh, the cards. What do you mean the cards? Like she made her own to to and from Christmas tags out of card greeting cards that people sent us. Yes, and she he, she had those pinking shears yes. that cut that special diagonal, and she made every yep she special made special scissors. Those. We would get the moment we would leave out of the driveway. <laughs> 
she would un, she would open up the glove compartment and or something, and she'd say, "Can you put this back there?" And she'd hand it to us. Not a big deal. But the entire eight hours of driving, she kept going, "Can you put this back there?" Yes. By the end of the, the, the of the, where we got to, where we're going. The whole back window of the car is crammed full of stuff. We've got no room for our legs, and somehow that all fit into the glove compartment. If anyone else opened up that glove compartment, it would like explode. <laughs> If you asked her for anything, mom, do you have any chipotle sauce? Oh, she knew right when the glove compartment, she could find it. Salt, pepper, ketchup, mustard, pack. She had everything that you Band-Aids. could possibly. <laughs> but she could make a dollar stretch like nobody's business. And not only would she make her dollar stretch or our dollar stretch, she would do it for other people. I mean, she would. Our sink always had, remember, it always had bread wrappers or bread bags that she would get old bread bags and then she'd clean them out, rinse them out. <laughs> then she'd dry them over oh, yeah. the cool whip <laughs> she, containers. She'd, so she didn't have to buy Ziplocs. Right, exactly, exactly right. <laughs> but then she would use them and she'd give them to other people. Yeah. She was always giving stuff away, you know. Yeah, you couldn't waste a single thing. No, no. She made her pennies stretch. The way mom loved people as a pastor's wife, she would remember our Christmas parties that she'd put on. Mm-hmm. She would feed everybody house, in our yeah. church, our open house. And that was the one gift they would give to the church. And I remember having a couple hundred people in our church. Mm-hmm. And so when they would come and their families and everybody for Christmas and we would have it at our house and mom didn't buy cookies from Costco, didn't buy the cheese platter from the grocery store. All those cookies she made herself for hundreds of people to come to her. And she'd start in July making cookies right, right. and freezing them and putting them in the freezer. And yeah, because that's the kind of person, you know, that she was. And she always made weird cookies too. Didn't she though? She's always had really odd food. But like the would... stained glass windows cookies with the colored marshmallows and the chocolate oh, around them. Yes, that's right. And she'd cut them look like stained glass windows. Yeah. The peanut butter balls. Peanut I butter balls were ones. the best. Oh, man. Yeah, she would make cookies for months so that we would have enough to feed. To feed everybody else. We didn't get to eat those cookies. And hot apple those cider. Were... Always had to have the hot apple, hot apple cider. And she would make weird food. But when you take the weird food and then you take her saving money. Yeah. So she did the same thing for my graduation. Remember when I graduated Mm -hmm. from Apollo High School, our colors were red, white, and blue. Right. So all the little hors d'oeuvres she made out of the little sandwiches, she dyed the bread red and blue. Right? Right. Well, when all the sandwiches didn't get eaten, of course she had to save the bread. She wasn't going to throw it away, so she dried it out. She always dried out the bread. And then mix it in with other stuff. She could buy one steak and feed our entire family of five. She'd pound (laughs) the crap out of that steak until it was like lunch meat, right? And then she'd cut it up. I don't know, man. That's what I remember. But But she did make those bread into breadcrumbs. Right. And then. Added it to meatloaf. Yes. And so when I had my buddy over to come out and eat, (laughs) and he wouldn't eat his, he wouldn't eat his food, right? (laughs) And his meatloaf was still on the, on the plate, but he ate everything else, Right. And he's not eating his food, and I'm not noticing. And all of a sudden, he leans over, (laughs) (laughs) and he whispers in my ear so my mom or dad can't hear it. The poor guy was mortified. He said, (laughs) why is the meat blue? (laughs) He said, dude, (laughs) your meatloaf is purple. (laughs) And then we all just laughed and laughed and just... (laughs) 
because she took all the breadcrumbs and made it to make the meat stretch. And that's what mom did. And then if we took the burgers to like the church cookout. Oh, my. We were the only ones that had purple, purple burgers. Purple burgers <laughs> in the. And then if you were lucky, you had a real bun. But if you didn't, if you weren't, you had bread. And then the bread would be blue and red. From the hamburgers. That's true. Purple hamburgers with the red and blue buns. <laughs> she would not waste anything. I feel guilty this day because when I have to throw out leftovers, which I forget about them in the fridge right. all the time, mom would not forget about leftovers, man. She was like a machine, man. She, We had leftovers. I remember my first check. We never had whole milk in our house. Right. We always bought the cheaper milk, and then she bought powdered milk, and she'd mix the two. Powdered milk is basically white water. You know, you add water to this powder and then you make milk and then she would. So and then I could never get soda. My first job, I remember oh, I was I came home from my first check. And the first thing I bought was a gallon of whole milk <laughs> and an eight pack. They had eight packs back then of glass Mountain Dew bottles. And I had the guts after eating their food all these years. I had the guts to tell them this is mine. <laughs> Nobody touched yeah. this. Right. <laughs> Uh, but mom, she came to everything that we ever did, right? She was, in some ways, she wanted to be a part of everything. Like I said, and we're being funny around the table. She wanted to be a part of that. She's going to find a way to get into that mix no matter what. She was involved, you know, in our lives. I remember when, you know, so much of her identity was around being a pastor's wife. Mm. And pastor's wives... She was a really good pastor's wife. Yeah, she was. She, she cared about she, people. She cared about people. She had a lot of empathy. They were always on her mind. She was, she was, uh, she, she never clocked out. Prayed, prayed fervently. She did. She prayed fiercely. Yes, she did. She, you know, anytime there was anybody in the church who was struggling with any issue whatsoever, they're immediately on the prayer train, uh, how many times did I remember going into the living room and seeing her on her hands and knees and saying my name in prayer or saying yeah. other people's name in and prayer? She would wake me up. If I'd, I'd be sleeping in on Saturday morning and I would hear this noise upstairs, I would ignore it. And after waking up several times going, what is that noise? I couldn't figure it out. And I come up the steps and their mom was knelt by the couch kneeling, yep. and she was just bawling, bawling, crying out to God for her boy, for her son, you know, for her children for the people in her church, it was, her heart was, it was as big as it could be. I mean, yeah, she, I mean, she was such a, a servant, I would say, you know, she just gave, she gave of herself too. all of the things that she saved. She wouldn't throw anything out. And if we weren't going to use it, she'd find somebody who yeah, would, yeah. there were always bags in her car. There were always bags in the trunk. Oh, Carrie, go get, go, go get me that bag for Dolores. <laughs> go get me that bag for Kathy. <laughs> So there was bags in there. Sometimes they were newspapers or sometimes they were um, articles or the, you know, the church bulletin. Yeah, right. I mean, the best one is that we always had to save our, the food that we didn't eat off our plates and put them in Cool Whip containers or butter containers oh, yeah. that she cleaned and right. had us use. And give them? Give them to Linus, Linus Dogs. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> A lady in the church that had these dogs, and boy, she there was there was no scraps left at our house. I mean, everything got given. She found a way to give the garbage yes. to the dogs, <laughs> yes. right? She yes. found a way yes. to because she's always thinking about other you know, people, other people, and it, this this drives my boys nuts to this day. But I'm always asking, "Do you want this? 
And when they yes. moved out, can I give you this? Can I? Well, I got that from mom. Every time I visited her, you know, before she passed, yes. she always be like trying to give me something like every time. Would you like this? Would you? Mm-hmm. No, mom, I don't want that little. That little cotton yes. snowman that you that got. I don't want that little no. figurine yeah. that looks ridiculous. But I, she's always trying to give something away to somebody because she was a giver. I learned later in life, much later in life, you know, as an adult living on my own, to just take what she gave and say thank you. Yeah. Even if I wasn't going to use it. Because it honored her, didn't it? Yes. It yeah. completely honored her. And she's going like, to keep asking. I yeah. learned the same thing because she's going to keep asking me. So just take it, it was and say e- thank you. And, she, and it gave, I mean, it made her so happy to think that you were going to use something that she yep. gave. Yep. I remember her giving me, they got medicine delivered frequently with ice packs in them. Yes. And she gave me I so many same. ice packs. <laughs> and after a while, I was just like, okay, I don't need any more ice packs. So I threw them away. But I remember telling her. Hey, mom, those ice packs are perfect for my shoulder. Yeah. You know, they're the right size. And she just, I mean, that made her whole day. And you know what? As much as I made fun of it, I was looking for one the other day. For was, one of I those was, ice packs? Yeah, I was like, where do all the ice packs them? go? I, I, no, they're gone now. And I, I don't know what happened to them. Slowly, we got rid of them. But, you know, I was making fun of mom. But on the other hand, I was like, all those things, I, I, I'm missing them, you know? And so moms, yeah. that's kind of how moms are, right? They're givers. They love to give. And sometimes they're, they're not appreciated. But yet later on, we're like, man, my mom was pretty incredible. Yeah, I remember, you know, there's so many little things that I remember that she did that were, she was so much the pastor's wife that that was, you know, prevalent in her life. And I forget sometimes that she did the same thing for us. And I do remember I was probably late teens and I was hurting and I remember you know at that at that age teens shut their parents out a lot and so I didn't really talk to her shut the door a lot in her face sat in my room and dealt with my problems on my own and I remember her shoving a note underneath the door and it had a band-aid on it oh my and it said when you hurt I hurt wow and or I remember her shoving dollars under the door Wow. Like she knew that I needed to pay my friend who was going to drive me to school for the next week. So she'd shove a couple dollars under the under the door to, to help pay and for gas. And she wanted to respect your privacy. Yes. She knew if she opened the door, it would be Armageddon, right? So she just slid under the door unnoticed. And, and so many things that moms do are like that too. And I think a lot of times children focus on what their parents don't do well. So there were many times when I thought she doesn't do this or she doesn't do this. Or she doesn't listen. She didn't hear me. And then I would find out, I'd talk to you, for example, and you'd say, oh, mom told me that you were struggling with this person at your, at your work. Or, hmm. And I would say, oh, she did hear me. She hmm. did remember. Yeah. And, or, you know, you, sometimes you have to go back and think, well, what about the time she left me notes, put notes in my lunchbox? Even when I was in high school, sometimes she, she would put, when I went to the private school in St. Cloud, she, she would have little notes about, I love you, in my lunchbox. And I would think, you know, I, I would think she doesn't care, she doesn't understand, she doesn't relate. But she had a, a quiet way of telling me she cared. Yeah. Sometimes it's important to notice that everyone's unique individuals. And mom, like I said, she was from a whole different planetary system. She was who she was and that's it. But like she would send stuff to my boys or to me and she would like cut out pieces of the bulletin, the church bulletin. (laughs) And I, or she'd send the church bulletin 
And I'd look at it. I'm like, she's not mentioned anywhere on it. I'm not mentioned. Why did she send me this? Yes. Or she'd cut out little with her pinking shears. She cut out little parts of the bulletin or she'd send these stickers and, and she'd always, she'd nickname every one of our boys, you know, and had to, but she'd always send that to them. Didn't realize that my boys aren't going to care about that sticker that you sent them, but didn't stop her. Right. And what I'm trying to say is, is that now when I look back at it, if I could do this whole thing over again with mom, um, I think I'd pay attention to the things that she did because she was loving me in her love language. Yes. And when they don't love you and not everyone can love you in your love language, we all give love and receive love differently. And I don't speak German, right? So if you're German, I'm, there's going to be a communication gap there. So in other words, if your love language is acts of service mm-hmm. and my love language is quality time, I might not notice when you're doing nice things for me, like mom would do, saving the bags, saving the, right? Because I just want a quality time, but she's too busy being a pastor's wife. But she was saving bags. She was shoving notes under the door right. with a bandaid on them because mom was so dang creative, man. She was just very creative. And I, it's cool now to look back and see all the fantastic things that mom was. Because as a teenager, you know, as a kid, I thought mom was fantastic. As a teenager, you start thinking, mom, some another planet, right? And she, she, she was, was, I'm telling you. She <laughs> was. There, my mom was so unique. But yet, all of her kids, we are so dang unique, too, because of mom, right? But I, I love to go back. I, I love to live it again. Um, I don't regret anything. But I, it's fun to go back now and see all the ways that mom was fantastic. And we called her weird, but... The things that she did, who does that? She, she was, yeah, she did. She was extra. The people that demonstrate food at Sam's Club or oh Costco or Publix, yes. mom had a job there, yeah. and she loved it at the grocery store. I she mean, did. she lived for that day that she could go to the store and hand out samples to people. Yes, and she did not just hand out samples to no, people. No, she brought things with her. Yes. To decorate her table. Yes. I per- I specifically remember one where she was handing out, I don't know if it was cinnamon rolls or buns or what, but she had a, a note on the board next to her table that said, hot cross buns, hot cross buns. If your father doesn't like them, then give them to your sons. <laughs> and if you walked up to the table to get the roll from her, she would repeat the poem to you. <laughs> She would. She, she would make sure it. you got it. Yeah. I saw her once. This dude came in and he was like this biker dude. Big old gnarly guy with a vest with no sleeves. Big old long beard like ZZ Top. And he probably weighed 300 and some pounds, right? And I think he even had a biker logo on the back of his. He right. belonged to a biking, right? And this isn't a biking of today. This is a biking of like the 70s or 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And so he comes walking in and he didn't stop at her booth. And she's got to give him her sample. That's her job. And she she had a little snowman that squeaked, right? And my mom, talk about mortified, she was following him down the aisle. She was chasing him down the aisle, squeaking her little snowman, no. saying her little saying her little ditty, and he just wouldn't listen to her. And so she's going to chase him down the aisle. Extra is such a good way to describe her. Yes. And then when she did Rye the one day. This is when rap finally went mainstream. Oh, my right? God. On oh, Mama's Trying to Rap, right? So someone would walk in and she'd go. <laughs> oh, boy, this is going to be good. Try our rye. It's not dry, not very dry. It's a really good buy. And then she'd go, poo, poo, ha, poo, poo, ha, ha. Like she was trying to beatbox. 
dry or rye. It's a really good buy. But it's not very dry. Poo poo ha. Poo poo ha. I should name this podcast that. Oh, my goodness. That is such a great word to describe mom extra. And I think it is such a great word to describe moms everywhere. So I guess that's my take on this whole thing. That's what I'd bring out of this whole thing. I'm glad you guys came along with us and let us talk about our mom a little bit in honor of Mother's Day. And I'm going to ask you to give one last word to any moms that you'd like to give, being a mom yourself. But as I sit back and we talk about mom, and whenever we get together, mom always comes up in conversation. When we get with our brother Rod, it's the same thing. Her personality, her love, her care was just gigantic. She was a huge personality that helped people in a large way. And that word extra is such a great description. And I think that describes moms all over the place. And moms, we see right now, we're honoring the extra things that you do for your kids that your kids might not see, but they will see. In the same way, Carrie, that you didn't know if mom was listening to you, but they found out later on she really was. Moms, the same is true with you. We're honoring you right now, and we thank you for all the extra things that you do to make our lives as best as they could possibly be. Moms, you are fantastic human beings, and we are blessed to have you in our lives, and we honor you. And I would say to all those of you that are listening to this podcast, man, share this with your mom and just tell her thank you. You know, even if she doesn't listen to the podcast, the fact that you said a podcast and said, mom, this made me think of you. I appreciate you. Make sure you honor your mom today because your moms have done a lot of extra in your life and all of our lives. And our world would not be the same without you. So thank you for all the extra. Carrie, what would you take out of today? What would you say to moms? I heard a quote once about being a mom is like taking your heart out of your chest and watching it walk around. And I think that just describes it so well as someone who wanted a child very early in life and didn't have one until very late in life. I don't take it for granted that having a child is the biggest gift that you could ever get. And sometimes it's really difficult and there's so many different stages of motherhood that are, are difficult to navigate. And if you're trying today and you don't think you're doing a good job, because most of the times moms don't think they're doing good enough, there are so many things that you've done that planted seeds that will grow into something in life that is going to make your kids look back and say, Mom, you did a great, you did a great job. They're never going to tell us that in the moment. But if you're doing your best, you're doing what's best for your children. And I also want to remember the fact that there's a lot of people out there that have struggled with having a child and Mother's Day is really difficult for them. Mm. And I want want them to know that you can still be a mother to other people in different ways. And you have been a mother to other people. You've helped people. You didn't do it for that purpose, but you've helped people. You spoke into their life. You loved them. You modeled being a mother to them even though you weren't one. Yeah, I just want people that are still trying to have children or thinking about what they're going to do differently because they can't have children to have hope, to continue to have hope, and to continue to bless others with um, the skills and the characteristics that women have that make us nurturing in nature, and to continue to have hope that 
they're doing the right things in the right moments. And I hoped for a very long time and my miracle finally happened. And it didn't happen the way I wanted it to, but it's exactly the way God wanted it to happen. And remember, what makes you so great, Mom, is that you're not doing them to get noticed. You're Mm -hmm. doing them to bless others. So don't ever forget that. Keep doing the extra. And even if you don't get the accolades right then, you just keep being who you are and keep doing that extra. And for the rest of us who are out there, maybe give your mom accolades right away. I mean, let moms know that you appreciate what they do for them when it happens because our world is what it is today because of the moms out there that have made it so. Behind every good man... There's a woman shaking her head. No, that's not how it goes. Behind every good man, there's a mom somewhere. I mean, that there's a reason why football players, when the camera comes on them, they don't say, say hi, Dad. They say, hi, hi mom. mom. Right? Because moms. And there's a reason why, you know, when you want to insult somebody, you insult their mom. Right. Because you can insult their dad or whatever, but mm-hmm. there's something special about moms, man. Right. It's that extra. It's the poo-poo-ha the rye isn't dry. <laughs> it's very. <laughs> someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will So be happy Mother's happy Day to you all out there. We appreciate you joining us on this journey. I hope you have a fantastic or had a fantastic Mother's Day because you earn it. Remember, life isn't perfect, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy. Steve A's.